0: Did you realize that when you are given a baby in the hospital, nobody ever tells you, here's what you need to become a mother. You're just thrown in the midst of it, and you need to figure things out as you go along. I am Dr. Dinny. I'm a mom empowerment coach, a family doctor, the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show, Today, we're going to talk about the expectations that we put on ourselves and that society puts on us in our role as mothers. How that can impact our well being and how we can ensure that we have holistic well being of body, mind, soul, and spirit. So stay tuned as we go into more detail on ways to improve our well being. Have you ever heard the statement? My mind is not here. Perhaps you have said it sometime in your life. I know I have. And that's a statement where we feel disconnected. While our body is one place, our mind's not there, or our emotions are way distant, and we don't seem to be able to connect these pieces together. That is a recipe for overwhelm, for exhaustion, and for lack of connection in our various relationships. I am Dr. Dinny, a mom empowerment coach, family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. I am also your host on this show, the Wellbeing for Mothers show, where we talk about motherhood, the joys, the challenges, and also the impact it has on our well-being, what we can do about it. In this show, we also share practical strategies and tools that we can use to enhance our overall well-being in body, mind, soul, and spirit on a consistent basis. Today's episode is all about connecting every part of ourselves. We are human beings, and we have this special privilege of not just being made of a body, We are made up of spirit, soul, body, and mind. Your spirit is what brings you in tune with your purpose in life, in connection with who you are meant to be while you are here on earth. There is this beautiful saying, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. That statement takes us from our place of concern with our bodies, what we look like. Am I fat? Am I slim? Have I got wrinkles? Have I got something on my skin? Have I got the right tone of muscles? All those are directed at the body, at the physical. The spiritual takes us to another place which is beyond that. And it is where we all generate our being from the spirit is what keeps our body alive so we need to dive into how we can recognize each aspect of our being body mind soul and spirit and stay connected Because when you are distracted either by something that has been said to you in the past that has made you feel unhappy and perhaps you're holding on to those feelings, you've got a soul disconnect. Your soul is the seat of your emotions. And that is where whatever you generate can manifest in your body. I don't know if this has happened to you before. Where you perhaps got angry because something happened and you felt your whole body tense up. Or perhaps you got scared and you felt shaky. I remember watching cartoons growing up and you would see this character who is scared. I remember in Tom and Jerry, (laughs) you would see Tom being terrified either because um the dog was around the corner or something was about to happen and he would put his hands to his mouth and he's shaking trembling and you can hear the bones rattling that is the way some of us are as moms motherhood is beautiful but it has its challenges we do the best we can as mothers and sometimes when we look back we discover that perhaps the choices we made or the decisions we made were not particularly the best. However, at that time, they might have been the best option or they might have been something we would have chosen to do. But knowing what we know now, we might have picked something different. And that is why in this journey of motherhood, we need to remember that even though we may have done certain things and we perhaps feel some regrets or guilt or anger at ourselves or fear that the outcome might not be pleasant, we need to recognize that showing ourselves compassion is the way to go. We do not want a soul disconnect. We do not want our emotions to take a negative vibrational energy. We want to be vibrating at the higher energy levels of hope and joy and love and fulfillment. We also want to ensure that the thoughts that are going through our minds are not the ones that are disempowering. Whenever I did something that wasn't particularly great, especially at that period in my life when I was grieving the loss of my father, I would criticize myself. I soon found out that I was my worst critic. I would beat myself up so much and sometimes even attack my identity as a mother by saying things like I'm a horrible mother. How could I do that? And This definitely was something that crippled me emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So being aware of the words you say go a long way. Since then, I swapped my thinking. I swapped my words and said, no, I know who I am. And that is why I always say every mom is a super mom, not because of the super things that she does. But because of the superpowers she possesses within, people are critical of moms. Have you been to a shop with perhaps your toddler or maybe a child and the child was either crying or making noise to everybody else because it's pleasant sounds? I believe those sounds are pleasant sounds, especially when they are not yet very vocal in the language that you speak to them in. And someone just stares at you or glances at you with, you know, that evil glare. Yes, those ones. Those times you feel like the ground should open and swallow you up. No, do not feel like that. That is the time for you to smile. (laughs) And ignore those glares. I know it's easier said than done. I've been there. They've had those glares. And some have actually said something. But you don't have to be on the reactive side. You can be more proactive or even ignore. Let them, everybody has a right to their opinion. They are critical of mothers. Does not mean that you need to add to the list of critics by adding yourself to it. Don't add yourself to the list of your critics. Be your best supporter. And the way you do that is by recognizing that there are different aspects of your being. And each and every day, you would do something to pour into, fill up the spiritual aspect, fill up the mind part of your being, fill up the body part of your being, and fill up the soul part of your being. I'm going to discuss with you practical ways and fun ways to ensure that you are filling up all these aspects of your being. Because when you do, such an amazing thing happens. First of all, I will start with the spiritual because we are spiritual beings anyway. I believe in God. Some people don't, and they perhaps believe in source, force. But without the
1: spiritual, it can be
0: a little bit challenging to ensure that even if you've achieved everything on earth, you do not lack purpose. The spiritual aspect of our being is the part that is more transcendent than all the others. It's the one that connects us to our maker. It's the one that connects us to our purpose. It's the one that helps us to stand on the higher ground. One of the ways by which people connect to the spiritual is with prayer. In certain organized religions, they have spiritual texts or um, spiritual teachings. And when you are unsure of what to do, most of the time in those spiritual texts or spiritual readings, you would have advice, suggestions, edicts. Or even sometimes commandments to guide you on your path.
1: At this point,
0: what is that spiritual inclination you have? It does not have to be a formal thing whereby you sit down with a book and read from it for hours on end. A prayer is a word. Or a mode of communication between you and God. And when you do this, it's you either saying something or receiving something. People think that prayer is all about asking and and saying, give it to me. I want this. I want this. Sometimes you're giving thanks. Sometimes you're listening for guidance. So many times I have been in the mode of prayer and I have received spiritual downloads. Duni, do it this way. Duni, pick up that thing. Duni, you need to make this change. So prayer is such an important portal that connects us spiritually and enriches us. It's almost like that cord that connects your phone to the electricity source. Be present. It doesn't have to take too long. A few minutes would help to recharge you spiritually. The other part I'd like to go to, which is so important, is the mind. The mind is such a powerful faculty. The extent, is not explicitly known. It's more like, people sometimes say, mind and interchange with brain. Brain is a physical structure in your skull, but the mind is way beyond that. And with your mind, thoughts are generated automatically. And these can be positive thoughts or negative thoughts. Now, these positive thoughts that you have, they're the ones that keep you going. But when you have negative thoughts, those are the ones that knock you at the knees, that take you down, make you feel overwhelmed. They are the thoughts of, I'm not good enough. They are the thoughts of, I'm a failure. Those kinds of thoughts sometimes come out as words that we say to ourselves. Sometimes the thoughts we have are based on the words that people have said to us. Think about it. What's that thing that someone said to you that is affecting you and giving you those negative thoughts that are automatically generated in your head?
1: Think about it. Do
0: you know whether these thoughts are true or not? Question them. Challenge those thoughts. I love this acronym by Dr. Daniel Amen, a renowned psychiatrist in the US. He talks about the negative thoughts as being ants, which stand for automatic negative thoughts. These ants, he says, needs to be killed. You need to kill the ants. And that is so true. Get rid of them. Don't feed those negative thoughts. You do not want to feed them because they will engulf you. How do you get rid of negative thoughts?
1: You challenge them. And when you do challenge
0: them, you would see your life starts to change. One of the ways by which people challenge these negative thoughts is by questioning them. Is this really true? My son had this um, way of communicating sometimes and he would say, mommy, you always give my sister the nice things first. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, is that true? So he said it once um, when I was giving some gifts I bought from the shopping. So I went shopping, I bought some lovely things and I called my children, I was like, oh, here, yeah, this is yours. And here, yeah, this is yours. And she, he, he picked up and he says, Mommy, you're always giving her first. And I thought to myself, I said, well, I'm not too sure that's exactly accurate. So I then turned to him and said, do you think that is true? And he says, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the fact that I asked him if that was true, he started to think about it. And he paused for a bit and came up with, yeah, it's true. But then I went further to say, really? And then he thought a bit more. And by the time he was taking a bit longer to answer, I knew he was thinking about that question I'd asked him. And then I've cited an example of when I had given him something first, even though his older sister was there. And he says, oh, okay, mommy, that's true. No, you don't always give her first. That is exactly what we need to do to our thoughts. Ask, is that really true? Challenge those thoughts, are they true? Are they really true? And then bring up the evidence of when something opposite had happened. Those are the ways that you, you destroy,
1: you get rid of those negative thoughts
0: that are weighing you down. By doing that, you purify your mind. And what I tend to suggest as well, because of course we know nature abhors vacuum. If you get rid of the negative thoughts, you need to fill yourself with the positive thoughts. So fill your mind with the positive thoughts as you get rid of the negative thoughts. And what you do then is you start to say positive things to yourself. You listen to positive messages. For example, this podcast, share it with someone today. You never know. That person might be going through a journey of having those thoughts, triggering them, causing them to feel overwhelmed, making them feel exhausted, making them feel as though they are worthless. You need to help them to break that pattern, to get out of that scenario, to get out of that mindset and to put in positivity into their day. You sharing this will make that transformation. So go ahead, make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribing so that you will be made aware when another episode comes in and you also be able to share this with your friends, family, acquaintances, you can share it on your social media as well. Let people get to know that there is a way to switch themselves from a place where they are having this negative thoughts barraging their minds to a place where they can fill their minds with positivity, positive affirmations, positive quotes, positive stories that uplift them rather than the ones that we hear on a daily basis from multiple channels. Of things that disempower. So that's what you do with your mind. And when it comes to your body, I speak about body now because I know people are thinking, okay, you're the doctor. Tell us what do we do with our body? Okay, the body is what you see. But you need to remember that your body Has got an embodiment, I'd love to hear, I'd love to say that word, an embodiment of all the elements that are present in nature. So we are made up of earth. We've got within us air, which keeps us alive. We've got water, predominantly tissues, our blood, our fluids within us are predominantly made up of water. And then we have got fire, that fire in our belly. How how do you see that ability for you to raise your hand and breathe on it and you feel warm? Your body temperature is usually a certain warmth compared to your maybe cold environment
1: or a metal surface.
0: So remembering that you've got all these parts of you and in your body helps you to refill them. So what are you doing to improve the fire within you? It's by movement, exercise. It can be walking, running. You don't have to join a gym, but if you want to, by all means, join a gym if that is what works for you. I have never been a member of any gym, (laughs) so I'm not particularly very um, aware of the details when it comes to joining the gym. However, I move. That movement comes in walking, jogging, dancing, playing with my children, running around. We can play catch. That is movement. That helps to burn, that brings the fire up, burning within you apart from the chemicals that are released, that help with your memory, that help with your emotions, that help with your stability. And as women, as mothers, as we get older, we have a risk of thinning of our bones. Exercise, especially weight-bearing exercises, help to stabilize our bones, help to strengthen them, and also tone our muscles that help with the movement on a daily basis. You need to hydrate, fill yourself with water to replenish the stores within your body tissues. The hydration would not only be water because there are some foods that are rich in water content. Get them, use them, consume them, especially those ones that are not processed, organic foods. They all contain some elements of water within them. Nourish your body. There is this saying of eating seasonal foods. That is so nourishing. Eating colored foods. Now, this is not artificial color. This is natural color. Eat the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Mix your food up. Let it have all the colors. Then
1: I also suggest that you
0: use these foods containing water. Use your consumption of water to hydrate yourself. So that's for the water element. For the air, oh my goodness, that is the best part because without the breath of life, we are dead. Make sure you're breathing in air consistently.
1: Deep, slow breaths.
0: Make sure you breathe in fully. Expand the lungs. Get rid of the dead space and breathe out fully. As you do this, you're making more oxygen available to your body's organs and your cells, and it's also calming your nervous system. That is how you nourish your body using the element of air. Then the element of earth, you need to go out more. Plant yourself, connect to earth, that process is called grounding, and it's something we're going to speak about in more detail in our future episodes of the show. So stay, con- stay tuned, stay, put your eyes on the ground. You would hear when the episode's coming out. So if you've not subscribed yet, please go ahead and subscribe. Put on your notifications so that you are aware. Download this episode. You probably want to listen to it over and over again and see how you can utilize these tactics we are discussing. Now, the part I'd like to now connect to or aspect of our being is our soul. The soul is the seat of our emotions. And that's where we vibrate at different levels of energy. In nature, most things are emotion. Even when you see a tree that has its roots firmly in the ground, a part of it is moving the leaves or the branches.
1: Your heart is beating, your gut is
0: moving every time, every day. And so we need to recognize that this special gift
1: of breath, this special gift of, I'm, of energy is something that is profound. Energy is about
0: 99% of what we have around us, the particle, the matter is a very small percentage. So even though we see the houses and the material things, and even our bodies, the energy that is vibrated, the energy that is around us, within us, is what makes the world go round. And so when we talk about the soul, we talk about those emotions. We have fear, anger,
1: hope, joy. Sometimes you even have a flat,
0: (laughs) neutral emotion that people express. And all these have got their different energy levels, the kind of vibrations that they have. Now, the vibration of fear or apathy or sadness is way lower than the vibration of anger. But the vibration of anger, which is one of those lower negative emotions, is lower than the vibration of joy and the vibration of love. So we would like to vibrate at higher positive vibration levels. And because that is what we would like to do as moms, and we also want our children to experience that, we need to start becoming aware of our emotions. That's where emotional intelligence comes in. That self-awareness, that situational awareness that helps us to navigate the situations in life.
1: Moms, we are so busy. Mothers, we know what we do on a consistent basis. We have our different roles. However, we control the energy that we bring, the energy that we have. We do this by remembering who we are. We are creative beings.
0: We are able to change something. We are able to change our state of mind. We are able to change our emotions, our expressions of emotion. From something vibrating at a low level to a high level, all within one step, one movement, one action. And I'm going to share with you one very important one we
1: need to remember. We need
0: to change the way we look. We call that the physiology. How's your body positioned? When you're sad, You're upset. How does your body present itself? Your eyes are looking down. Your head is bowing down. Your shoulders are probably rolled forward. You feel the drooping of your arms. And you just generally feel heavy. Now, when you're excited, you're happy, you've got this joy and you've got confidence, how does your body present itself? Your head is lifted. Your eyes are looking up. Your shoulders are back. You have this power stance like a superhero.
1: So moms, you are super moms.
0: You can, even by that shift in the way your body is positioned, you can make a shift in your emotional energy. And by making a shift in your emotional energy, you're nurturing your soul. Because when you have thoughts that are negative and putting you to a point where you're feeling down, your body manifests it. Then, of course, you get low post, poor posture, low mood, and then you're spiritually drained. Can you see how all these are connected? So here are some very practical things that we have shared today.
1: Pick one and start to implement
0: and start building all the others in. Make sure you download this episode and listen to it. See how you can incorporate things into your life on a consistent basis. Because we are all about well-being for mothers. Because when mothers are well, their children are well, the world is well. I am Dr. Duny, a mom empowerment coach, family doctor, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a super mom. And for those who are listening and have gotten to this part, I congratulate you because you are a starter and a finisher. And for that reason, I'd like to give you a special Offer. And that offer is for you to go to my website, www.drdooney.com, and sign up to join our newsletter. Every week, we release some amazing content very regularly. Sometimes it's more than that, sometimes a bit less, but regularly, you would receive health well-being strategies and tactics that you can implement into your lives on a consistent basis because well-being for mothers is a must. Do take care. Don't forget to subscribe and do not forget to leave a review because we would love to hear from you. What your main takeaway was and what you would like to hear in the future. Very importantly, on the website, you would also be able to get access to the show notes and the links that have been included in this episode. Do take care, and I'll see you next time on Wellbeing for Mothers show with Dr. Dini.